Damn it. And I can't even stop that because, oh, well, I guess that's just going to be the intro. Because y'all know how Anchor be, man. Anchor be on that other shit, man. If you don't if you don't do it, if you don't get it right the first time, it's going to knock you out and it's going to take forever to get back in. <clears throat> so I'm going to just jump right into it. Why I condemn liberals and, pro- and pro-blacks. Um, ideology is a system of ideal and beliefs that form the basis of one's economic and political theory, meaning how you view, how you view the world affects how you spend your money and how, and the decisions you make in life. I speak on having a rulership mentality and, and having a victimhood mentality, which is closely related to your ideology. If you have probably heard about the left and the right, well, what does that actually mean? Well, the left people or someone who claims to be far left could be considered an anarchist, someone who believes that there should be no government and the government is pure evil. Then you have on the other spectrum people that consider themselves far right um, that uh, not don't consider the government to be evil but believe that we don't need a government because people are good and, and the government is is basically, it should be limited. And uh, that's and those are far left and far right spectrums. Um, most of us fall in between. We can all agree that the government is essential to society. So being an anarchist is out of the question. And it's illegal in the United States, which is treason. So we can all agree that we don't need... And we can all also agree that we don't need more government. And we don't want the government to be nosy and all in our business, stalking us and all and you know telling us how to live our lives both are extremes and lead to dictatorship in america we are progressive and we are liberal and we accept change so remember when i said most of us fall in between uh well there are four different categories when whether you know it or not most of us fall under it is populism liberalism conservatism and libertarianism all of these fall under the liberal ideology but they have their respective viewpoints on life and how and how much the government should be involved in our lives. Because in America, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and that they are endowed by their creator with unalienable rights. And among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We all know what life is, but what is liberty? The Oxford definition of liberty is a state of being free from oppressive restrictions imposed on authority on one's way of life, behavior, or political views. Basically, this means that I don't need a king, a queen, a president, governor, mayor, city councilman telling me what to do, how to live my life, or who to vote for in politics because I'm an individual and I can do as I please and you cannot tell me otherwise. Why did they feel like liberty was so important? Well, in other countries, they were telling you how to live your life mostly through religion. And at that time, persecution was often a consequence of not living your life uh, like the masses did. The pursuit of happiness means to freely pursue joy and live life in a way that makes you happy as long as you don't do anything illegal or violate the rights of others. So let me get back to the point of why I condemn liberals. When essentially we are all liberals, 
And Cyril, I know that doesn't make sense, but and you're talking out of both sides of your neck. So let me explain. Remember when I mentioned there are four most popular ideologies in America. Populism being the most extreme left viewpoint, where before you get to anarchy is as before you get to anarchism, uh, where they are a complete uh, a complete democracy. They feel that people should rule and that the elite are evil and corrupt. They are all for the common person and what everyone to and want everyone to live the same and not have advantages over anyone else. Then you have the liberal then you have liberalism, which most Americans identify with consciously or unconsciously, but often divided into two subgroups, the social liberal and the classical liberal, which I'll get into later. Both the populist and the liberal focus more on social liberty rather than individual liberty, like the next two. Like conservatives who value tradition and subtle change in society, they believe that change happens naturally and we don't need government to force change on people. The government's job is limited and of course the libertarian is is a far right who doesn't believe we need government. Well, let me not say we don't need them, but they believe in limited government. So let's get back to the, to the two subgroups of liberalism, social liberalism and classical liberalism, and see how they compare and contrast. Uh, they both believe the government should exist and they both should play a role in society. But the person who identifies with classic ideology believes that the government has its limits on liberty and that economically the free market will expand on its own. Because remember, ideology is about money and the way you live your life. They're both and they're both connected, which is politics. They focus more on the individual liberty rather than the social liberty which I'll explain here in a minute, is a fundamental difference. The, so, the, social liber, the social liberty wants to equal the playing field, and the government and government interference is not only necessary, but an obligation to the government and the way that people live their lives. They focus on the common good of the people rather than, rather than the individual. They feel like there are people who are not well off, who deserve a fair chance, and the government should do something about it. They fight for laws to help a certain group of people, but not everyone because they only care about that group and no other group. They tend to be led by populists who consider themselves the voice of the people or men of the people. Leaders galvanize the following of emotional, desperate people who are looking for an excuse to why they failed or made a bad decision in life rather than hold themselves accountable, accountable for their actions. Since there are a number of emotional people who are unstable, they can really make noise in society with petitions and a presence on social media. There are 10 main points that the classical liberals agree on that social liberals might not totally agree with. Oh, well, actually, there's, I think there's, there's probably 10, and there's probably more than 10, but I only listed four. I mean seven, so whatever. First is that the government should only in, should only increase and not reduce the freedom of the individual. Second is that the individual liberties is more important than the collective. Groups like the KKK and Black Lives Matters are condemned because they fight for rights of social groups and not for the individual. Third is skeptic, skepticism of power in the hands of government. It is not a secret that people are selfish and too much power can lead to corruption. Fourth and probably the most important is spontaneous order. They do not 
they do not need a hierarchy system to tell us who is in authority. We just respect the ones who are over us regardless. Many social liberals believe in equality in that that we are all equal across the board, which on a surface which on a surface level we are all equal. We are human, but let's face it face reality we are not the same similar and the same are two different things and we need to understand that as a culture identifying with this with a social group says that your thoughts align with others and you don't think for yourself you put your social group before you put your own humanity like any person that identifies with the color of their skin is identifying with a social group that could be white black brown yellow or red and let, before I forget, it's funny that brown and yellow and red are considered offensive, but white and black are accepted in mainstream society. Why is that? When you call somebody brown, you're disrespecting that person's actual culture from whatever Latin American country they come from. They have a culture that is in place that is deeper than just skin color. Yellow is talking about Asians, and you know they don't play that shit. I don't know if that's even politically okay to say on here. And you know how sensitive people get about Indians or Native Americans. If you say red people, they're going to go crazy. And when I mean social media, and when I mean, and when I say they, I mean social media and the media at large. But so-called blacks are the only people who let you, who let you classify them as black. Even if you're talking about uh, Italians who have white skin, they identify with their culture first. Anyone And anyone else from Europe, blacks are the only ones with no culture behind it. And it's not that you have no culture, you just don't understand it. Anyway, spontaneous order also refers to economics and that there should be a free market and have less government interference because that stunts the natural growth of the economy and that affects the natural growth of the economy. Um, government interference is redistributing wealth and it handpicks winners and losers. In a capitalist society, you have winners and losers. Essentially, some will have more. Have some will have quote unquote more than others, but that doesn't mean you can't get yours. There's this notion that there isn't enough money for everyone, and that we need the government to come help, come come even the playing field. That oppression, racism, and that oppression, racism, and feminism stops people in these social groups from reaching their full potential. That they feel like the government, it's the government's duty to fix these issues and that they rally, riot, and protest so that their so-called issues usually led by activists who have no real plan on fixing these issues only to raise awareness. The fifth aspect of classical liberal uh, is the rule of law. The laws, that laws don't need to differ from social group to social group. One example is of affirmative action, which essentially says that blacks can be hired and get accepted into businesses or institutions even if they don't qualify for the job or reach the minimum standard for a college for college students. Even if a student has a grade and the credentials, people of the other social groups look at them with a side eye because they don't know if they got accepted for credentials or because of affirmative action. It really creates a dependence on the government when accepting these social liberal ideals. Six is free markets. I talked about that earlier with the laissez-faire mentality when it comes to the government. Let people buy what they want and buy how much they want and buy when they want it. People should be able to own proper property and not be told what to do with it. 
This is a tough one, though, because this is the same argument pro-slavery people use to keep that intact. But, you know, that's another topic for another episode. Seventh and my final is toleration. People won't force their thoughts and opinions on others. And that even if you are wrong, that I can disagree with you without hating you or disliking you. That each individual matters and has their right to pursue life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But other social groups tend to only want to satisfy their own social groups and hinder others. They will force their thoughts and opinions on you and say that if you don't believe what they believe in, that you are evil and not a part of their social group. You are lost and uneducated if you don't if if you are what you are lost and you are uneducated and all those other things if you don't agree with them. So back to it. Why do I condemn social liberals? Because they cry about everything and it's annoying. They they can't. I can't stand crybabies, especially liberal men. They sit on Facebook and Twitter and cry about fake injustices and and have no actual plan to fix these social injustices. Just raise awareness, hoping people feel sorry for them and give them a hug. It's really pathetic and it's easy to for people. Uh, it's easy for people to tap into these emotions because people and everyone is really. Is really just a soft society. So when you get people to make decisions emotionally, they tend to make irrational decisions. When you're emotional, you don't make the right decisions and you look for a scapegoat, a scapegoat and a reason why instead of looking inward and adjusting to the situation. Social liberals often pout, throw temper tantrums, and lose their composure when things don't go their way. That's why I condemn liberals.